0: to Refreshingly Human, a podcast from CRS Data's MLS Tax Suite. In this podcast, we're talking to real estate agents about real challenges, their successes, and the topics that keep them up at night. We're a bunch of data nerds, so we'll throw in some tech discussion for good measure. Join us as we get Refreshingly Human with our guests. Here we go. Hi, everyone. I'm Allie Flett. I work with CRS Data and Marketing Communications Manager, and I am joined today for our first podcast by Tony Stevens. Um, So, Tony, tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, where you live, what you do.
1: Sure, Allie. Thank you so much. And uh, I'm so glad to be here. Uh, As you and I have discussed previously, uh, I go back, my, my ties go back with CRS for quite some time. So I'm glad to be here on the initial podcast with you. Uh, My name again is Tony Stevens and I'm the Chief Operating Officer for Atlanta Communities Real Estate Brokerage. We are an independent firm here in the greater Atlanta area. Uh, We have seven offices and over 1,400 uh, realtors and associate brokers that make up our firm. I personally live in Ackworth, Georgia. My wife and I moved from Marietta and I uh, shouldn't leave out our daughter Everly Rose. Uh, We moved up to Ackworth, Georgia about 20 miles from where we were in Marietta earlier this year.
0: So I wanted to start out, can you give us a sense of what it's like right now for agents? What types of regulations are they following in the Atlanta area due to COVID and the national pandemic?
1: Sure, of course. So speaking for our agents, it has been business not as usual, uh, but it has been business nonetheless uh, as we have been very busy uh, this year as we've adapted and navigated through the pandemic. Uh, Through August, our firm has closed over 5,800 transactions totaling $1.49 billion in sales volume, which is an increase of only 42 transactions over 2019, but an increase of $186 million in sales volume. So that's been good for us uh, as far as the firm is concerned. As far as the regulations, Allie, you know, our agents have been following the CDC guidelines. Washing your hands, wearing a mask out in public, uh, and really adapting to the specific client that they're working with. You know, some people are more cautious than others when it comes to wanting to go out and look at property or if they're a seller, having people come into their home for an open house or things of that nature. So uh, in following the CDC guidelines, just trying to stay as safe as we can, and then really working with the client on a client-by-client basis, our agents have had to adapt that way
0: do you think those adaptations have been well-received and easy or it's been a difficult transition?
1: Well, I think it's been a little challenging uh, for our folks, but you know, through our our great leadership team, uh, our CEO, Judson Adamson, our president, Mark Hall, our vice president, Robert Williamson, and our managing brokers have done a really fantastic job of communicating to our agents as to what we would want them to do from a company level but then also, you know, giving it, uh, leaving it up to them, as mentioned, is working with them, their clients on a client-by-client basis. So they've, they've done a great job. Atlanta has been a, a bigger area of concern during the pandemic with a lot of cases. But in my opinion, our firm has done a great job and our agents have done a great job of maintaining safe distance and keeping themselves and their clients safe.
0: So you have a lot of day-to-day contact with agents, and you're hearing a lot from them about different solutions they're coming up with to keep this aggressive market. So what are some of the pain points you're hearing from them?
1: Yeah, well, you know, some of the things that they're doing right now uh, with this aggressive market, uh, really trying to find more sellers, Uh, you know, people that are wanting to sell low inventory is a, a big concern here in Atlanta and also nationally. And so, utilizing the, the prospecting feature within the uh, MLS tax suite that we have access to us has been a great resource for our agents. We're trying to get those sellers and on the buyer side, utilizing the, the platform to, you know, get all the information that's needed specifically in regards to the custom comparables feature that's in there uh, and the map feature that integrating the FEMA flood zones into the maps. Uh, is a really nice resource for our agents to be able to look at those properties with their clients and determine whether or not it's in in that FEMA flood zone. Uh, the integration between the MLS listings, it's it's all right there for them. So they're utilizing the the suite uh, in order to help them gain new business, but also to uh, assist them on the buyer side of their business as well.
0: So sales are at a high. It seems almost everywhere definitely in Knoxville, Tennessee, where I am. I know that's the case for you guys in Atlanta. What's it like to witness a market like this? Is it unexpected during a pandemic? How does it impact what you do and how you help your agents?
1: Yeah. So it, it's been really interesting to see for, for the people that are listening. I've been in the real estate industry going on 20 years. So I, have, I started in the real estate industry in 2001. So I've seen the the great years from you know 2001 2002 up to 07 uh, then we had the bubble in 08 and the in the lean years and the tough years from 2008 really into 2011 and 12 is when we really started that recovery process and then of course 2013 it's been on an upward trajectory uh, since then so it's been interesting to see the amount of time that I've been in the market the ups and the downs of the market but as I mentioned before, the, the real big thing that's affecting us here in Atlanta, and in my opinion, nationally, is, is the low inventory. That has been such a big challenge in a couple of ways. One, if you're a new home buyer looking to buy a home right now, the inventory is low. And so we're seeing homes that go on the MLS. And within 24 to 48 hours, a seller may have multiple, multiple offers on, on that one property in a very short time frame and we're seeing the effects of that where buyers are offering more than what the home listed the home's listed price is so they're increasing their offer by 5 or 6000 dollars whatever it may be to try and and you know get that home and and get into that home the challenge with that comes with the appraisal aspect so if a home buyer offers more than what the list price is well then we've got to see what that appraisal comes back at and uh, of course, if it comes back lower than what the contract price is, you've really got one or two options. You as the buyer can, of course, come out of pocket if you have the ability to make up that difference, or it's going to be trying to renegotiate with the seller to get back down to that appraised value or, or close to it. So that's that has been a, a challenge here in this market.
0: Yeah, that's very interesting. Actually, that you say that I have a good friend who's been looking for like a starter home, two bedroom, one bath, and he'll. Set up a viewing, and his agent will call him and say, "There's already seven offers on the house, and it's been on the market one day."
1: <laughs> I know, uh, I know it. Our our personal home, like I said, we we moved in April, and we were fortunate enough to where we were able to move into our our new home before we put our our previous home on the market, and it went live on the MLS on Thursday. We had sixteen showings that first weekend, and we had a contract uh, on it the following Monday. So it was live on the MLS for less than, you know, it was really just over a weekend. And then we put it in the under contract status, which is, you know, great if, great if you're a seller. But like you say, your friend that's having a little challenging time right now as other buyers out there are A, finding something that's in their price range, but then B, uh, make, you know, getting an offer on it once it's available and, and trying to win that contract.
0: But it does seem reassuring that the housing market is doing well, despite, you know, everything that could be happening
1: right now. Exactly. And, you know, when we first started within this pandemic, there, you know, people were talking about what's going to happen with real estate. Well, how is this going to affect real estate? And of course, it has affected it some. But the real estate market, what's different during this pandemic and versus what happened in 2008 was that the real estate market wasn't as great as it was in 2008 when we had the bubble burst as it was, you know, as it's been here the last six or seven years. So the real estate market, we know, is very, Integral in, in our nation's economy, and so having that healthy real estate market prior to this pandemic has definitely assisted with home prices, you know, staying high, and also with the low uh, low interest rates that are available. So it's it's been a good thing that we've had a healthy market uh, and a strong market during this pandemic.
0: With the MLS tax suite, there are definitely creative ways that agents can use it right now, you know, using the property data tools and the mapping tools. And you touched on this a little, but is there anything you've heard unique that your agents are doing or how they're using the MLS tax suite right now that's different than before now that it has to be kind of more of a virtual selling environment?
1: Yes, exactly. And again, that prospecting tool has been a great resource to gain more seller clients they can go in specifically and use the mortgage age and ownership duration filters in there to maybe find, you know, clients that have been in their home for 15 or 20 years. Maybe now that their kids are in uh, high school or in college, they might be looking to downsize, uh, looking at the, at the mortgage information, seeing how much equity somebody may have in there. So really utilizing that uh, in ways that we haven't seen before to try and get uh, more seller clients and and, uh, get more inventory out there in the marketplace.
0: So Tony, what keeps you up at night right now?
1: You know, that's a, that's a good question, Allie. Um, You know, this year, um, you know, still being in the midst of the pandemic uh, it's an election year, which always uh, is cause for concern as well. You know, overall, I really don't try to let things keep me up at night that are, you know, you know, out of my control or out of our control. So I don't tend to stress on that a whole lot. You know, uh, I just wake up every day and look forward to seeing what new challenges come my way and try to uh, better myself both personally and professionally on a day-to-day basis.
0: I need to take notes from your book. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you think the industry will be in six months?
1: That is a great question. Uh, you know, there there is people out there a whole lot smarter than I am, Allie. uh, that are much better at forecasting what they think things are going to look like. But I will say, I think, in in my opinion, I think that as long as money is available for people to borrow, interest rates are low. Uh, We still have, of course, the inventory challenge. But in my opinion, I think here in the Atlanta area, we're going to see things really maintain the way that they've been uh, this year and last year for the next six months, But again, you've got those other things that that we mentioned, the election, a potential vaccine for COVID-19, interest rates and inventory, I think are going to all factor into the market, real estate market, uh, not just here in Atlanta, but but nationally.
0: Well, do you have anything else to share with our listeners? Any more final thoughts?
1: Yeah, you know, Allie. again, I just I'd like to thank you for uh, inviting me to be here today. Uh, we love the folks at CRS, uh, you know, I didn't mention, but uh, prior to me joining the brokerage side of things, I worked with uh, the George Multiple Listing Service and, and was there when uh, Georgia MLS brought in Courthouse Retrieval Systems as, as the tax vendor. And it has been a great relationship, me personally, with the folks there at CRS, but I know it's also been great for uh, all the members of Georgia MLS when your product was brought into uh, their service.
0: And we appreciate the relationship also. And thank you so much for coming on. This has been great.
1: It has been absolutely my pleasure and uh, hope we can do it again soon.
0: Thanks, Tony. This has been Refreshingly Human. Please drop us a line at communications at crsdata.com. You can visit us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. If you liked today's episode, feel free to share it with a friend. We welcome guest recommendations. From all of us at CRS Data's MLS Tax Suite, thanks so much for listening.